Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Good afternoon, everybody out there in TV land. How are y'all doing? Uh, I am fine. It's been a very, very crazy week. Taking my son to tumbling, swimming lessons, taking myself to yoga class. Everything started this week (laughs) for my family. So it's been a whirlwind. Uh, It's still really hot over here. I think it's like 103 today. Pretty much that's the average the last couple weeks. Um, You know, living where I live, I've been living here for 20 years now. And it's pretty much just, it's the same every summer. And I just learn to stay inside most of the summer. Yeah. That's why you got to get your vitamin D. All right, so today I'm going to be talking about Married with Children, episode, sorry, season three, episode four, entitled The Camping Show. This aired on December 11th, 1988. Damn, that's a long time ago. Uh, this episode was was originally called a period piece, <laughs> which you'll understand why when I get into the, the you know, the episode itself. Um, what songs were popular? December 3rd, 1988. Uh, 1980 is another year that's kind of like hit and miss for me. It wasn't like the best year of music, but it wasn't the worst year, I guess. But it was kind of like, I wasn't really into music yet. I was about nine. Oh, I was into Michael Jackson Bad, but that was the year before that when it came out. All right, so the number one song, Baby, I Love Your Way by Will Power. Look Away, Chicago. How Can I Fall, Breathe. Don't know that one. Number four, I Don't Want Your Love, Duran Duran. Number five, Desire, You Too. Number six, Giving You the Best I Got, Anita Baker. Number seven, this is one of my favorite 80s songs. Waiting for a Star to Fall, Boy Meets Girl. It's a a great song and it's literally like a one-hit wonder. I don't know any other songs by Boy Meets Girl. Number eight, Bad Medicine, Bon Jovi. Number nine, Kissing a Fool. Number ten, Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Poison. Great song. So that's that. Um, Season three is is freaking fantastic. I mean, I like season two as well. I mean, season two is like kind of where it was starting to get its niche. There's still some episodes I'm kind of like, eh. But season three, almost every episode's great. It's Season three was, was good. And I don't remember watching these when they first aired um I'm pretty sure I started watching in season four but this is a good one and like I said I'm doing this is my last this is a lot well yeah this is the last Friday in July and I'm doing summer episodes so we are finishing up with this summer it's kind of a summer theme it's it's a it's a uh, it's a vacation episode so let's go ahead and get started by the way, before I get started, I want to uh, point out or uh, shout out to my buddies over at the Marriage with Children podcast. That is another really good podcast. They're in season nine right now. Uh, I think they're recording season 10 soon. And it's great. They had a little bit of um, a change, but it's still just as great as it was before they, you know, before they changed. And uh, I've been on it 
twice now, and I'm going to be on it again in a couple, uh, well, it won't be airing for a while, but I'm going to be recording it in a couple months. And I just want to shout out to them there. It's a really good podcast. If you really like Married to Children, it's much more detailed than mine. Um, I just pick random episodes. They do every episode. It's a, what do they call that? A chronological podcast? I don't know. They, they have a name for it. But um, it's great. And if you join their Patreon, uh, I don't know if you guys know what Patreon is. It's really cool. If, if you're a podcast like like Fiend, like myself, pa- you'll know Patreon is when you pay a little extra money to the the podcasters, and they give you a little extra content. Well, if you sign up with Patreon with with the Married to Children podcast, you can actually hear interviews with, like, I think they have one with Amanda Burse. She's the one who played Marcy. And they do a couple, they did a couple Ed O'Neill movies. They did, uh, um, 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 uh, didn't, I think they did Dutch. Pretty sure you guys did Dutch, right? And then I, and then they did, uh, uh the Christina Applegate movie, Don't Tell Mom, The Babysitter's Dead which is one of my favorites. So I just want to give them a shout out. They are fantastic. And another one I'm going to shout out, just because I'm already shouting podcasts out, it's called Talking Sopranos. Uh, my husband and I are finally getting into The Sopranos. He's finally letting me give, what, let him, he's finally letting me introduce him to Sopranos. And we're like four episodes in right now. And he really enjoys it. Thank God. I mean, like, I've been with him for eight years and I've been trying to get him to watch it for eight years now. And he finally just said one day, yeah, let's watch it. I'm like, oh, really? So, um, it, it, you know, I, I also joined a Facebook group on, uh, about Sopranos. And then I found this podcast and it's a podcast hosted by two of the actors from Sopranos. The guy who plays uh, Christopher, uh, his name is Michael Imperioli. And then the guy who plays Bobby Bacala and his name is, oh gosh, I should know this. Oh, Steven Sherpa. Steven Sherpa. And they, I've only heard a couple episodes. I literally just started it today, but I got to just give them a shout out. It's a really good podcast and it's like one of the top right now. And I think they're in, I don't know what season they're in, maybe season four. They just started last year during the quarantine. They started like in March of last year and they're already like way into the episodes. I think they're in season, I think they're in season four. I haven't looked ahead because it's like, I'm going to listen to all of them, you know? So I just want to give those two a a shout out. Uh, The Sopranos, I'm going to be doing an episode of Sopranos next month, guys. So stay tuned. Okay, let's get get on with the show. All right, well, Peggy and Al are sitting on the couch and they're just finishing their dinner, which consists of fast food. And you guys remember the uh, old, I think a lot of different restaurants did this, but they had the old foam containers like for the Big Macs and the fish fillets yeah they have like the old foam containers so it's it's interesting to see that um and you know they're kind of flirting with each other's really cute and then uh uh Al tells Peggy that he's going on vacation starting tomorrow and she gives him a whole list of things he's got to do and he's like nah screw that so true like when my husband goes on vacation or has a day off I'm like or, no, the weekend. The weekend's okay. I don't really do that on his day off. But if there's a weekend, I give him a honey, honey-do honey list. I call it a honey-do list, you know. Um, you know, clean the garden, clean the, do this, fill the fish tank, clean the fish tank, you know. A lot of different things. Uh, the stuff that I can't do, like, during the week. Like, I can't do the heavy stuff, the heavy lifting, you know. So, uh, Al gets a, there's a, somebody at the door, and it's Steve, and he has some news for Al. Oh, Steve, gee, must be my lucky day. Why, they raise the minimum wage? (laughs) Oh, listen, Al. 
Remember last week, we were talking about going fishing on your week off? Well, I'd rented us a cabin on a lake so loaded with fish, they jump on your hook. It's just the way wilderness should be. There are no trespassing signs everywhere. There's 7-Eleven, 10 minutes away. <laughs> what do you think? What do I think? Bing, 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 bing. Ding 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 Okay, a couple of things to clear up here. So that whole thing they they do, I'm sure you guys have heard of this. Dun, 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 Dueling Banjos. It's from a movie called Deliverance. A very, very, very disturbing movie. If Especially if you're a man. <laughs> I won't tell you what it's about. Uh, I've seen it once. I will probably never see it again. It's so creepy. Um... But for the sake of my podcast, I, w- I won't go into it because it's a very disturbing movie. But uh, <laughs> but they're all excited because they get to go for five days to their camping trip. Al does not want Peggy to go. He wants, obviously, he wants a vacation away from her and the kids. And uh, so he's trying to keep it quiet. I don't know what he's planning to tell her. So then the next, the next scene, he's writing her a note. Dear Peggy, by the time you read this, there'll be nothing you can do about it. And he keeps revising his note. He's like, I'm gone away for a week. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't blame you if you left me and took the kids. But if you do, if you do, if you do leave me, take the dog too. Hilarious. And <laughs> Steve comes to the door with Marcy, and Al's like, "What the hell? You know, I thought it was just us." Well, Marcy uh, screams up at the stairs, "Come on, Peggy, we're going fishing. Bring the kids." I don't know. My question is, did Peggy know? Did Peggy know they were going? I'm sure she called her and said, hey, Peggy, we're going fishing. And she wanted to, like, surprise Al. That's what I'm thinking. Because she says, be quiet. You'll wake up Al. So, uh, they, <laughs> they go, they go into the cabin. They walk into the cabin. And I'm laughing at what Peggy's wearing. She's wearing, like, her spandex leggings. Which, dude, spandex leggings now are such a staple for housewives. I don't know if they were back then. But now, I mean, that's all I wear. Of course, I've had a C-section. I've had two C-sections. So it's a lot, little more comfortable for me to wear leggings than jeans or whatever. But, yeah. So she's wearing, you know, her usual outfit with the, the high-waisted belt with, the, you know, a flower blouse and the uh, the spandex leggings. And Marcy's, like, all decked out in, like, jeans and a vest. And it's just too funny. Who, who wears that stuff to camping, Peggy? Well, Kelly uh, doesn't really want to be there. What a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, honey, uh, let me explain something about fishing rods. When you throw them down, you break them. And Daddy can't fish. If Daddy can't fish, he's stuck with Mommy. If Daddy's stuck with Mommy, nobody leaves here alive. <laughs> I didn't ask to come, and I didn't ask to be born. <laughs> Well, it's her time of the month, Al. <laughs> what the hell we bring her for then? 
Pranger 4. Hilarious, 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 hilarious. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get a little personal on this podcast because I'm a woman. I do have a period every month. And yes, it is not fun to travel when you're on your period. I Especially if you find out, like she does, that there's like one bathroom for everybody. There's no rooms. You all have to sleep in the same. Yeah, because when you're on your period, and I know everybody, every woman can relate to this, you just kind of want to just be lazy. You don't want to, you don't want to like go out and do anything. You just kind of want to, it just kind of makes you sicky, sick feeling. And that is the, that's the last place I want to be is camping for sure. So, um, Al is like, oh, what do we do now? You know? So, uh, Peggy's trying to liven up everybody, you know, and, uh, Al's like, well, I'm going to go fish. Let's go fish. We'll go get some food. We'll get away from, you know, this, we'll get away from Grumpy Kelly. And then this happens. Hey girls, what do you say to this? (laughs) Oh no. What is it, Al? (laughs) Period, Steve. (laughs) Three of them. (laughs) All three at once. What do they do? Give it to each other? Actually, it's an interesting phenomenon that happens quite often. I read they did a study of a girls' college dormitory, and most of the women wound up menstruating at the same time. What should we do now? Eat! (laughs) Hey, Peg, you know the deal. We catch him, you clean him. See why I never go anywhere with her? Now, Al, let's not panic. What women need at a time like this is compassion, love, and understanding. Partners through life, partners through strife. Marcy, let's talk. Fine. Let's talk about 14 months ago when I wanted to see that movie and you were too tired. (laughs) And about the time you wore that gray sweater. I hate that sweater. (laughs) I hate you, Steve. (laughs) Everything about you. Every breath you take, every move you make. (laughs) You, sir, stink. (laughs) I feel so bloated and so Okay, that was a long clip. It was actually two clips. Uh, that was there was a commercial break in between that, but I think it's so funny because it's so accurate. Okay, I mean it's exactly what happens when you get your period. You're just moody, and you do try to pick fights with your husband. I do it all the time, 
And, you know, and whenever I am, it's that time of month for me. He's like, see ya, babe. <laughs> I'm taking the kid. We're going out of here. I mean, because that's it. But think about if you're trapped with somebody and you can't leave. Think about that. These guys are trapped with three women on their period. Three guys are trapped with three women. And it's not, it, it just can't go well. And all three of them. It is interesting. How did all three of them get it at the same time? That is pretty funny. I mean, I know, and you know, Steve's right. When you live with, when you live with people, you usually are on the same cycle. But they've only been together. Well, I mean, Peg and and Kelly live in the same house, but but Marcy doesn't. So how do they, all three of them get it? Right? It's really interesting. I just. <laughs> so if you didn't hear in the clip, uh, when when Al says, well, I mean, it's, it's visual, but when Al says, "Hey, Peg, you know the rule. We catch them, you clean them." She has like this little smile. <laughs> she walks over to him, all lovingly picks up the fish and gives it little kisses, like little kissy motions towards it, and then throws it out the window. And uh, that sucks. I know if my husband watches, he's a avid fisherman. If he watched us, he'd be really pissed about what Ke- Peggy did there. <laughs> uh, so, but the funniest part is when Steve, Steve talks to Marcy. It's like the way she said, Fine. It's so accurate. I know you women agree with me on this, okay? Let's talk about eight months ago when I wanted to do this, you know? You bring up stuff that you never, you kind of kept hidden, you know, and you finally just want to, like, bust, you know, let it all out. And and then at the very end, do you see how mean he is to me? Oh, my God, it's so freaking funny. The first time I watched this, I was just on the floor. It was so funny because it's one of these relatable episodes, you know? So usually you can't relate to the Bundys. You know, I I, I usually can't relate to them. Sometimes I can. But this one I really can. It's just a pretty basic, simple episode where you can relate to the Bundys for once. And then Al's like, oh, why are they doing this to us? You know, they're just doing this. They're doing this so we can't have fun. I mean, hilarious. He's got to find somebody to blame. And then they talk about Veronica from Archie's Comics. I never really read Archie's Comics, but, I, you know, The Simpsons talks about that a lot, too. Archie's Comics. And he says, Veronica never had a period. And Steve's like, that's true. But she had an attitude problem. <laughs> and, then, and then Marcy says, it's cold in here. Peggy says, it's hot in here. And Kelly says, it's hot and cold in here. Hilarious. So true. You get hot flashes. You get cold. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. This, this episode must have been written by a woman. And then Al says something like, you know, it's, you're, you're safe, Steve. You know, she just, Marcy will just kill you, but mine likes to mate before she kills. <laughs> and then Peggy's like giving her, giving him kissy faces again. Oh God, it's so funny. But uh, yeah, so they have this brilliant idea just to go to bed. I don't know what time it is in this Uh, in this scene but yeah just go to bed and then they'll kill each other they'll all kill each other i mean yeah if if there's three moody women in the same room they will they will fight for sure so the next morning you see bud sleeping on a chair and then the women wake up and they're like they're still moody they're still on their periods obviously and they hate men because the men left them to go fishing and then kelly says let's pretend bud's a man and kill him great line so they go harass Bud. What happened? We were walking through the woods, quiet as you please, when all of a sudden the ground started shaking and something came crashing through a bush. 
I thought it was you, Peg, but it didn't want my wallet. It was a bear. A big one. With my name on it. There he is. That's a moose. The bear's over there spraying your tires. Those are my Mercedes. Stop that! Bad! Bad bear! What do they want? We have no food. You know, they don't want us, bud. Let me talk to your father alone. See how wild animals can sense when women are, uh... Killing their husbands? No, Al, when they're cycling. Don't you understand? They want our women. Well, then our women they shall have. <laughs> oh, Peg. <laughs> We've got to get out of here. We can't get out of here. We're trapped. Well, somebody has to go for help. Oh, and chocolate. <laughs> okay, there's some great lines in that scene. Uh... That's one of the most famous Al Bundy lines, I think. If if I remember right, from when I I went through a huge obsession with married children, probably like in I don't know, twenty oh nine, and I bought like every season on DVD, and uh, was really into it. And I just remember like that was one of the funniest funniest quotes ever, and uh, the one where he says. They want our women. Well, our women they shall have. Hilarious. And then Kelly. Well, somebody has to go for help. And chocolate. Hilarious. I, when I'm cycling, as Steve says, I have to have salty and I have to have chocolate. I have to have either french fries. Actually, I have to have both. French fries and chocolate. Those are my things I have to have. Um, I have my cravings every month. And, uh, it's just very true. I just, like I said, it's so relatable. Well, they're trapped. They can't go anywhere. Um, there's a moose outside and a bear. Bear attacking Steve's car and the moose attacking Steve's car. Uh, they, so they basically just, <laughs> they basically just sit there. They have no food. I don't know why they don't have any food. Why didn't they bring any food? Isn't that strange? Why didn't they bring any food? Because they knew they were going camping. Did they think there was food in the, in the, um... In the cabinets? I don't think so. So, that was on them. They should have brought their own food. I know they brought a bottle of water. They mentioned they had water, but no mention of food. So, which is kind of strange. So, um, they're just sitting there waiting for the animals to leave. <laughs> and Steve's just watching his car get demolished by the animals. And, uh, they're, you know, and, and Al, they, they just all want to get the hell out of Dodge. And they can't. So... It's just kind of fun. It's like cabin fever at this point. So when we, so then we get this exchange of Marcy, Peggy, and Kelly. Great white hunters. You know, in the old days, those men would have gone out there, fought the bear, come back with supper and a nice rug. <laughs> now you send them for milk, they come back with a leaking carton, a runny nose, and a bad back. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. The one thing they're good for, they're not good at. I hate the way they won't ask directions when they're lost. And the way they leave the toilet seat up. And the way they ask you to chip in for the motel room. Ooh, okay, so 
this is when we start getting the jokes that Kelly is like a total slut. Not the jokes, like, you know, the insinuations that she's a slut. Because, like, in season two, it was kind of uh, mentioned a little bit, kind of, you know, on again, off again. But now it's, I think season, season three gets a lot more into that. And, you know, it's really funny. There's been interviews with... Um, with Christina Applegate about that, about, you know, did you really think, was Kelly really a slut? Like, like they, you know, portrayed her to be, and she said, I don't think so. I think she was the opposite, which is really interesting if you think about it. That's, it could be like her, her, um, what you call it, your, I don't know, just an assumption about, you know, blonde, beautiful girls. So, uh, (laughs) that exchange is funny. Uh, and then, Al gives the girls their new dwarf names. Puffy, Krabby, and Horny. Uh, I don't know who Puffy is or Krabby, but I know who Horny is. <laughs> we all know who Horny is. Well, Al's uh, decision to, you know, bypass all this crap he's dealing with is to just go to sleep the whole time. <laughs> just sleep through the entire, the rest of the week. I mean, it's a good plan, Al, but... um. You can't get away with it that easily. So he wakes up and he's like, well, Marcy's serving hot water because <laughs> they have no food. More hot water for breakfast? And Al wakes up and he's like, oh, uh, what day is it? Uh, it's Thursday. What happened to Wednesday? Well, he basically slept through Wednesday. Too funny. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go back to sleep again. I mean, I, I guess it's, it's as good as a plan as any, right? What else are you going to do? You're stuck out there. I mean, they didn't have cell phones back then. You know, you can't call for help. <laughs> and this is like, I don't know how many days they've been without food. So they're all starving. They're all moody. I would imagine by now they might be off their periods. Uh, I think they are like the next day, if I remember right. Let's see. Well, the family wants Al to do something. You know, there's nothing he really can do, but they just want him to do something. So, uh, and then Steve is sitting out there by the window looking at his car. Just, they're just finishing. The animals are still eating his car. They're probably looking for food or something. And uh, it's a Mercedes, by the way. And he starts, like, kind of crying under his breath, $30,000. And I'm thinking, holy shit, that's a really cheap Mercedes back then. I mean, back then it wasn't, but now... $30,000 $30,000 gets you, like, what, an SUV? Like a mini SUV? Oh, I just looked up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Mercedes. Well, I, I'm really curious. I want to see what a Mercedes is in 2021. What would you guys say? I mean, SUVs, then, this is, like, I don't, this is just, like, a, a it, what, it was a Mercedes-Benz E-Class. Let's see. Let's just look this first one up I see here. $70,000, you guys. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a pretty expensive car now. Um, back then, $30,000 was a lot. Well, Al needs to do something, but Peggy is still on him for, uh, you know, she's still moody. She's still, you know, bitching at him for stuff, and we have this exchange. Al, you are an idiot. I was home. I was comfortable. I was safe. I truly, truly hate you. Come on, honey, let's do it. Let's go into the bathroom. Come on. No one has to know. Not even you. 
Pete, give me the keys to your car. I'm going to go for help. There are animals all over the car, Al. Maybe I can reason with them. Now, someone has to take charge here, and it's going to be me. Now, I need a weapon. What do we have? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something, and I don't want to be crude here. But I'm going to say this as gently as I can. When you're on your period, you're not really horny, okay? I mean, maybe some people are. I'm not. It's the last thing on my mind. So it's really funny how how horny she is, especially with all the people around it. But, you know, that's Peggy for you. She's always horny. <laughs> okay, so Al, when he says, okay, I need a weapon, what do we have? He's got fish hooks all over his jacket. He's wearing a, I'm looking at the picture here, he's wearing a pot over his head. And I don't know what's on his, I don't know what's on his, uh, on the top of the pot. But he's all decked out in, you know, weapons, whatever they have, he just made it into a weapon. So he's going to go out there and fight off the bears. <laughs> this will be interesting. Okay, it's a coat rack on the top of his head. So he's got a coat rack with, like, spikes on it. On top, <laughs> on top of, like, a pot. Like, it kind of looks like a colander. And then <laughs> he's got fish hooks on his jacket. <laughs> and he's got a can of, like, bug spray or WD-40 or something. You can't really tell. It's just a yellow can. Um, that's all he's got to go fight off the bear and the moose and whatever the hell is, else is out there. Okay, upon further inspection, it is bug spray. So Al goes out there and uh, pretty much just risks his life for everybody just to get them out of there. Well, he's, he's made it through the mosquitoes. He's hurdling a beaver. Go, Al, go! Oops, a wolf. I can't watch, I have to clean. Oh no, you really should see this, Mars. The wolf is closing in. Al ducks behind a tree. He is now stuck to the tree by his mighty quills. Whoa, look at him shake. Oh, he's in trouble. He is now lowering his head in an aggressive manner. So's the moose. Oh no. A trap door. is one of those episodes where Al just gets seriously injured and nobody gives a crap because once Steve finds a food I think it's Steve who finds a food yeah they run over away from the window and leave Al there <laughs> he's trying to get in you hear him trying to get into the door and then you see him in the window he's like trying to fight off a bear and then you see the bear chasing him <laughs> uh, hilarious so then the next scene, we get this. Thanks for inviting us, Steve. 
What's next, buddy? Lion Country Safari? About 28 days from now? I feel so much better. Oh, me too. Guess what, guys? We saw two wrens make a nest. Did you happen to find the rest of my ear out there, too? You're not going to bring me down, Mr. Cloudy Day. He is such a big baby when he gets hurt. Well, we better start packing. You've got to go to work tomorrow. You know, if he was going to be such a grouch, why'd he even come? I don't get it. I mean, why are they so miserable? We're the ones who have the periods. <laughs> well, obviously, I'll survive the bear attack. But he has a bandage over his head and a broken arm. And his pants are all ripped up. And my first question was, how the hell did he find, like, a sling for his arm? They're in the middle of, like, nowhere. No doctor, no phone. I don't, they don't have a car. So I don't, maybe they got to the car at some point. I don't know. (laughs) Don't you think that if if they got to their car, they would have got the hell out of there? So it's kind of interesting. You know, it's just one of those shows you have to suspend reality. You know what I mean? And honestly, like, uh... It always has been a show like that. I mean, if you watch the later seasons, like Al's falling off roofs and stuff, you know, he's he's getting blown up by things. <laughs> it's like a, it becomes cartoonish. Like the episode I did a couple uh, about, I don't remember when that was. The Neighbors, I think that's April. The episode I did, uh, How Green Was My Apple, when they kept blowing each other up, their their yards, each, you know, up, that was, that was very cartoony. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, Al, Steve, and Bud are just, they're just sitting there together. Bud's sucking his thumb. (laughs) He's totally traumatized by what he saw. And the girls are like, oh, I feel so great. I'll go and pick wildflowers, you know. And, uh, you know, that's the end of their vacation. And I love, I love when Al says, so what's next? Lion safari? 28 days from now? Hilarious. I just love the show. There's some great lines in the show, isn't there? The writers were just amazing. Now, the great lines, they've always been good lines. But, like, honestly, after season, maybe season four, season, no, I'd say maybe after season five, it started to kind of go downhill a little bit. But I still watched it. Okay, that's the end. Did I miss anything I wanted to talk about? Um, no. I don't know, it's just kind of a cute, basic little episode where everybody's trapped. There's been a couple episodes that have been trapped. There was one uh, in season 11 where there's a tornado, and they're all trapped together with Bud's girlfriend. And Bud keeps, Bud's girlfriend, I don't remember her name, she was so funny. She kept, she kept dissing Marcy, and Al just kept saying, ha ha ha! He kept laughing at her, and he's like, I like her. It was so cute! It was so cute, and I don't know what happened to that girl. Like, I don't think Bud ended up with her at the end, but it was really adorable. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of episodes that get trapped. There was one, there's another one too. Can't think right now. I thought there's another one where they get trapped. Well, there's another one where they, uh, yeah, they get trapped in, uh, well, they don't really get trapped, but they go camping in New Mexico. It's called Route 666. That's one of the episodes I'm not a huge fan of, and it's in my favorite season, season five. Um... I probably won't cover it because I'm not a big fan of it, but it is a pretty famous episode. 
But they always are in these predicaments together as a family. There's also one where they get stuck in, <laughs> in a traffic jam on Labor Day. Oh, God, that one's great, too. There's just so many good ones. And, you know, of course, you asked me, you know, anybody asked me who my favorite neighbor is. It's, of course, it's Steve Rhodes over Jefferson Darcy. Always, always Steve Rhodes. He's so dry. His sense of humor is so dry and so, he's just so funny. And I love how he's, like, obsessed with musical theater. And it's just, they always make fun of him for that. It's great. All right. Well, that's the end of that episode. Um, I'm looking to see what's next week. Because next week I just do what I want to do. I want to do my favorite shows next week. I don't have any themes. I'm just kind of going with the flow. So August. August 6th. Oh, I'm doing Sopranos next Friday. The Sopranos Funhouse. Meadow graduates from high school. Tony gets arrested in front of Meadow and her friends, by the way, which is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, and somebody, a longtime character, is whacked. But you'll find out when I do the episode. So, um, yeah, uh, as always, you can follow me on Facebook at When TV Was Great Podcast. You can uh, go and leave me a review on iTunes. I appreciate any and all reviews. Uh, it gets my my name out there. It gets my me higher up on the list of the podcasts. Um, I've noticed that when I look for, when I browse on podcasts, you can only see the top ones now. You used to be able to browse and find all of them, but now you can't. So that kind of sucks. Because <laughs> I found a lot of good podcasts just browsing. It wasn't the top ones. It was just, you know. And um, I'll go back to that Married to Children podca po bleh, podcast again. Um, it is the only Married to Children podcast out there that is a chronological series podcast. Uh, there might be some that started, but they didn't finish them. And it's a good one. It's called Married to Children Podcast. And you can find them on iTunes. You can find them on Podbean. They're all over the place. I think they're on... They were on YouTube, but I don't remember if they're on there or not anymore. And... Also, I will also reiterate The Sopranos. It's called Talking Sopranos. It's a good podcast as well. And um, any others? It's all I've been listening to this week. Um, it's been a very busy week, guys. I haven't even listened to all my podcasts this week, and I got a lot of them. A lot of podcasts that come through on my feed. Okay, that is all. Until next Friday when I do The Sopranos. I am so excited about this one. Okay, so I will see you then. Have a good week. Stay safe. Stay cool. Bye.